I'm Nick. I'm your Ghostmaster. I am joined by... Wilson playing Agent F.U. Jason playing Agent Schwa. Or Bob. Kirk playing Arky. Shannon playing Vera Trevino. And Arn will be here later. So what happened last time was the Ghostbusters got called by Louis Tully to meet him in Vermont for a paranormal convention because you guys have a couple of days to kill before your trip to Alaska. And you guys got there. You you went in the hotel. You met some of the, the characters. You investigated a room that was completely torn up. You followed out the door. There were scratches on the on the on the windowsill, the glass was forcibly taken out. You guys followed the trail to a construction site. You fought, I think, three entities, and you saved him and captured two of the three ghosts. And you are now heading back towards the hotel. Sorry, it's been a long time since I've DM'd. It's really hard. I said, I didn't remember any of that until after that. And then it's like, I was following my notes. So, so you guys are walking back. And how did this get out of order? Was it in any order to begin with? You uh, have kind a child. Of. Right. Blame the child. I saw the studio. I can understand how. Right. Yeah, it's even worse now. But okay, um, okay, man, it's been a long time. God damn. Okay, from the direction of the park, you hear a moaning wail. It echoes through the naked steel of the construction site as something comes towards you. Trees bend backwards for some unseen force, as whatever is making their that unholy noise crosses the park. Crackling flashes of energy spark among the trees as the wall gets nearer, or the wail gets nearer and nearer. Your PKE meters flash instant. In- Jesus Christ. <laughs> if I had my glasses, this would be much easier. Your PKE meter flashes incessantly and the wall grows louder. And it says wall, but it's whale. The whale. Your PKE meter flashes incessantly and the whale grows louder. All at once, the wind gathers gale force. Then, out of the trees, it appears a skeletal specter and a frightened pleading expression on its face comes towards you. The moan is now a deafening roar. Help me! I'm Bertolt, and you're all in danger! Listen to me! Y'all be next! Great, we have an entity that came from the the, the banks of the Peace out. Deliverance. <laughs> <laughs> A high-pitched crackle splits the air as a beam of crimson red energy strikes the little ghost. He wails in pain and looks at you beseechingly. Then he starts to return into the park. What? That doesn't make any sense. Then he starts to return into the park. Standing on the path is a man in a shiny silver jumpsuit and helmet. On his back, he wears something that resembles your own proton pack. Only bigger, newer, and improved. He points a vacuum-type nozzle, its crimson beam sucking in the ghosts, 
With a final moan and a powerful whoosh, the specter disappears into the nozzle along with the beam of crimson energy. The high-tech figure salutes you and tosses something into the direction. He then turns back into the woods once everything is peaceful. Somebody give Whoa. me a, a roll, please. A roll? Yep, I need a roll. A roll of what? A roll of quarters, a roll of die. Uh, give me two, two, D, two D6s. With a ghost, one of them a ghost die? Yep. Oh, crap. Three and a one on the ghost die. Four. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the look of pain on your face as you said that was just, it carried through through your voice. <laughs> so you, this this object comes flying towards you and you bobble it and you almost drop it, but you, you catch it. And it seems like Go ahead and do you want to open this package? Of course. Hey, you're the you're the android. Go for it. Oh, so like nothing can happen to me. The GM says ominously. Do you <laughs> want to open, open it? it? Do you want to open it? <laughs> it's not too much. Excellent. Okay. Inside this wrapper is a silver coffee mug with a weird logo on it that you you haven't seen yet. Is it sword? Yes, it's sword. <laughs> Does it say Yeti on it? This was made in 1986, so I'm sure it says thermos on it. Oh. <laughs> or Aladdin? Yeah. <laughs> What's the logo? It says ETI on it. Extraterrestrial ETI. Investigations. Right? <laughs> Endothermic Instructions? Every titty included. <laughs> okay, I can so do this all night. <laughs> the object is a sparkling silver coffee mug with writing on the side. The writing in block letters says, Compliments of ETI. Call us when your ghost has to go. 1-800-222-1111. I wonder you how they got that phone number. That's awesome. You apparently have some competition. Should we call the number? I dial the number. Okay. You do a star six seven first though, right? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. I do that every day on my home phone. <laughs> Same I have here. to call out for work, and I'm like, uh-uh, they're not getting my home number. R67, you had the rest of the number. Yep. Exterminators. Hi! You take care of ghosts, right? Every day. How many people you got on your staff there in your corporation? Well, I would say about 25. Okay. We have the biggest outbreak in the South Pole right now. There's like frozen zombie type ghosts all over and I need everybody down there. I'm sorry. You're going to have to call somebody who's a little bit... We only deal with things that happen in Vermont. We don't happen to have everybody going around the world. I don't know what you guys think we do, but we don't do that. Oh, okay. So you're not a threat so, then. Click. Have a good day. 
<laughs> Goodbye. Eh? She she kind of knew that you were trolling her <laughs> when you see oh in the Antarctic. Hey, we're gonna, we're gonna go down. There. <clears throat> if they were a threat, I wanted to get rid of them. However, since they're only in Vermont, I think we're okay. Unless she was we're going you. to Alaska. So I don't know what that says. You know, they're going to <laughs> We're important. <laughs> we have a lead. <laughs> what? I didn't say anything. That was weird. Because that, was was weird. Weird. that wasn't Scott. Yeah, it wasn't. That was very odd. Okay, so we're playing Ghostbusters. Now we're getting weird voices on the microphone. Wow. I I heard I want wings too. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a hungry ghost. So we're haunted by an appropriate ghost then. Yes. (laughs) Uh, you You guys walk back to the hotel. You guys enter. And the hotel is much livelier and more crowded now. Than when you first arrived, unless crying hysterically comes towards you. Help, guys, help me. I need your help. Um, I don't deal with kids, so that's going to be someone else's territory. <laughs> I kind of get away. I can't down on one knee to get down to her level, so she. I can't be me. within five hundred feet of children. <laughs> Damn restraining order. Oh, where's Mick's bandangles when you need him? <laughs> no, I will I will crouch down so this little girl sees me at eye level, hopefully as somewhere safe to go. <laughs> She's like, you're the only one that she sees that's safe to go to. Salad. Ghostbuster, you gotta help me. It's my Bob. She's gone. <laughs> and now she's after me oh please 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 you just gotta and don't let the toaster get her okay get me, get me. not her get me <laughs> i'm a little suspicious of you little girl anyway you're she's gone like gone how that's not my mom that's not her she's acting really weird like, my mom is usually super nice. And this thing is just, like, so... Ugh. Where did you see your mother last? She, she's down in our room. I mean, up in our room. <laughs> I don't know why we'd be in the basement. <laughs> You're upset, and, um, honey. I understand. What was, what was that about a toaster? What? Her mom is a toaster. The toaster was moving around on its own, and it was chasing me around the room. Did you annoy the toaster? (laughs) I just wanted some pizza. But pizza in a toaster? Why? Toaster oven. Okay, well, I already see what went wrong. The second you put pizza in a toaster, you were asking for it. But, you know, we can probably <laughs> check on your mom. I will so, get the information of what room they're in, and then I will take this little girl to the front desk and say, please watch her. We'll send her mother down shortly. Okay, as you guys are walking towards, you see a woman walking down the stairs. She's walking perfectly straight up. She has a blank expression on her face. And 
Molly seems to have uh, this, this little girl who you never asked her name. Her name is Molly, right? So Molly's kind of settled Why down, and you 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 hear this lady say, "Molly, where are you, child?" A woman wearing a flowered apron and carrying a mixing spoon stands at the foot of the stairs. She tilts her head to one side and looks directly into your eyes with a blank expression. Her smile is perhaps forced as she starts up the stairs. See, it's weird because it's just like downstairs. I don't get it. How nice of you people to take care of my little Molly. Four out of five doctors surveyed said she's in such bad spirits because of her poor cat ringworm who ran away last week. Come here, Molly. Don't be a finicky kitten. Okay. Name the cat ringworm. Right. That threw me off, too. Uh, so, something definitely wrong with her. <laughs> What's Molly doing? Obviously, still freaking out. This isn't my mother. Her head is spinning around. <laughs> <laughs> the sow is mine. She is now be behind your legs, like clutching on. And <clears throat> as Molly's mom, as Molly's mom approaches, a strange thing occurs. The glowing apparition of a lady in a ballroom gown materializes out from her. The apparition reaches out to you almost beseechingly, and Molly screams even louder. Below is in the lobby. You can hear the other guests begin to move towards the stairs to find out what's going on. What are you going to do? Is mom acting normal now, or is she still acting like she's possessed? Still acting the same. Okay. I would like to get this little girl to safety if somebody else wants to move first. We all have, um, I can't remember, do we all have units or uh, any sort of equipment you on us? have your, your guns. Can't remember what you had. But there's two proton packs here. And I think one of you has the goggles and one of you has a PKE meter. Can't remember what all you guys took. I think somebody I had a have trap. Goggles, uh, the proton pack, and a trap. It's the proton pack D gave me. Okay. So, I mean, if, if we only have the two proton packs, I might ask SWA. Or F you to get the girl to safety. I think F you should take her. <laughs> I think you should take her. <laughs> Just chuck her behind the desk. Is there is there staff nearby I trust to hand this little girl off to? I'm I'm going to um, distract the uh, uh, possessed woman by kicking or knocking the bowl out of her hands. My... Good. Provoke the uh, possessed person. Right. Nothing could go wrong then. Why would you do that to my nice, freshly made bowl of Toll House cookie dough? Oh, you pissed off June Cleaver. Are you are you in the kitchen baking yet? Why are you standing here? I bake all day. It's what a mother does. Oh no That's wonder what a baker she's does. Are you a baker or a wonder? All right. After little girl's safe, I shoot this bitch with pink slime. Oh, you're going to make her feel good. <laughs> okay. Give me a moves roll, right? I think so. 
It's been a long time. 14. Okay. You hit this thing with slime, and she's still acting the same way. Does nothing. It does nothing. Like, her face is still, like, emotionless, and she's got this glassy-eyed stare, and she's still kind of, like, mixing whatever's in her bowl. Okay. The spirit is no longer in her. It is outside. Gotta go after that spirit. I'm gonna switch to the beam, and then somebody else can go. I'm gonna try to shoot the uh, spirit with my gun. My proton pack. My proton. Whatever. Fifteen. You you hit it directly in the chest, and you see her disappear in a wall, screaming. Jeremiah, I'm coming. Jeremiah was a bullfrog. He's a good friend of mine. He was a good friend of mine. Saying joy <laughs> to the world. That's odd. Didn't put up much of a fight. And the the mom says something like, uh, "That was a quicker picker upper. I must prepare lunch. Lunch is the most important meal of the day." And and the brand I use is mm-mm good. Come along, Molly. What do my goggles show on this woman? There is no PKE meter. There is no life coming from her either. There is no there's no heat. There's no electricity. There's just her. Like a body. It's a zombie. Run hills! Shoot her in the head! Does she have three dots on her neck? Or is that just an arky thing? <laughs> she does not have... I don't know how close you want to get to her. Close enough to see her neck? There's no marks on her neck. Try to break her bull. F you, oh. break the bull! Just one okay, is she... Uh, there's no... Um, okay... Um, so, uh, how long has she been, like, a Stepford wife? Are you talking to the kid? Yeah, I'll talk to the kid. How, how long has she been a Stepford wife? Did your mom leave the room for any period of time? <laughs> she, she was fine when we got here. What huh? room are you staying in, kid? Did you go to, did she go to the bathroom? What? Did she go to the bathroom or leave the room that you were in at any point in time? The bathroom? Anywhere? Or were you in the same room with her the entire time? Why would I go to the bathroom with my mom? Did you go to the bathroom and leave your mom alone? There's a reason I hate kids, what? okay? <laughs> Just think of her like you, that, like she's your niece. Yeah, but my niece is funny. <laughs> <laughs> Molly, is this how she normally dresses? I don't know where she got the apron. I ripped the apron off the lady. <laughs> Just slowly strip her in the fucking lobby of this hotel. <laughs> There's no poles in the, in the in the lobby, are there? <laughs> I'm gonna start with this apron. She uh, she goes to slap you, and she says. 
fresh. And she goes to slap your face. Okay, can I roll on it? Yeah. Muscles or moves, they're the same. 20. Okay. Yeah, you block it, and she just kind of like just stands there staring at you now. No, the 20 was to rip the apron off. Oh, okay. Yeah, you ripped the apron off. Nothing. Dripping her down. Nothing. Nothing on underneath. I'm gonna punch punch the bowl to the floor. Okay. <laughs> F she's you. trying to she's trying to be a murder hobo. Um one of us should punch the bowl and the other one should run away with it. Make sure she can't get it back. I uh I will you if you knock the bowl out, I'll just kick it ahead of me like kicking the can. <laughs> All right. <laughs> She's just going to stand there while we punch shit off of her. <laughs> um, Nine to punch the bowl down out of her hands. That'll work. <laughs> the bowl flies out of her arms and it doesn't shatter when it hits the ground, but it's empty. And now all she's doing is holding the, the spoon and just stirring in <laughs> midair. <laughs> I don't think that's right. Take the spoon. Somebody take the spoon. Uh, I'll grab the spoon. Then beat her in the head with it. <laughs> um, do I, I, do was, I grab the spoon? I was beating yeah, with the roll. spoon as a child. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, two dice, right? Yep. Okay. Whatever your moves roll is. Cut her heart out with it. It'll hurt more. <laughs> uh, five. You are struggling to get this spoon out of her hand. And as you're holding it, she's still moving. <laughs> right? Can I assist? Yes. I was going to say, one of you assholes better help me. If I get starred to death, I will murder everyone at <laughs> the end of time. I will not I will get stirred to death. I'll go behind the woman and put my arms around her and try to pull her while F.U. pulls the spoon. This will look like she's humping her. I should have stopped rolling while I was ahead. <laughs> 17 with the ghost die. Oh. She's just humping her. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, Grunting, you know. so good. <laughs> you idiots around here. Help. <laughs> so there's, there's nothing more I can say about that, but exactly what that happened. Right? So she's got the spoon in her hand away from the lady, but She's kind of wrapped up, like her belt buckle got caught on the the hem of her skirt, and now she's kind of looks like she's grinding on the back of her. Like, <laughs> look away, Molly! Look away! Don't. This is what happens when this uh, <laughs> when stuff goes wrong. Do and I her notice? Expression has not changed. Do I notice any glyphs around her, or on her, or on the spoon? Nope. Why do I take notes? There's no point. <laughs> do you? Those will come up later. I'm I'm playing the long game here. I was gonna say Play she's just straight game. up a a Stepford wife for crying. <laughs> like, uh, no one I, else is that nuts. Can't can't even get a smile with. I her slowly being whisper the Lord's prayer into her ear. Don't ask me to say it because I don't fucking know it. <laughs> but that's Jason? what I do. Holy shit. You're fucking her and giving her the Lord's prayer. All right. I was going to say, 
Jason, you're my partner. What yeah. the shit? <laughs> I think they're just watching you guys. Yeah. And the yeah. best entertainment we've had all night. <laughs> I was going to say, Schwang, don't help. I'm going to dump water into every single electrical outlet you touch. What's that supposed I'm to I'm filming do? this. You're an android. Eventually, it'll electrocute you. You got to notice that Molly's not around anymore. She kind of maybe kind of left. I'd leave too if I saw somebody fucking my mom. <laughs> the, <laughs> the mom says, uh, isn't Molly a fine example of the soda pop generation? I'm sure she's on her way home this very instant. Then she turns and starts to leave going back to room that you guys have not found out yet. Attached with a Ghostbuster on her back, and she's just walking. <laughs> to I'm gonna walk while walk while recording with my phone, watching Shannon, Arvira. Somebody needs to find Molly. I'll go with June Cleaver here. I'll go looking for the kid. And at this time, Lewis heads down the stairs. You haven't met Lewis yet. Because you know that he's supposed to be one of the key speakers at this place. You know he's here somewhere. You guys just haven't found him because you guys didn't look for him when you guys arrived. Um, <clears throat> Why would we do that? Dogging on right. us. Sounds about right. <laughs> Wait, you, you're, you're expecting something sensible? I mean, that was on, that's on you. Right. I got, I got to remember <laughs> what we didn't do when I'm reading this. So... Um, Lewis heads down the stairs and into the lobby where an open double doors lead to the convention center. A small table is set up just outside the doors and a line of people wait to be admitted. A letter or a sign hanging over the table reads, register here. Lewis walks up to the table. He introduces himself and he's talking to this lady. Her name, she's running the convention. You guys haven't found out her name yet. Um... <clears throat> Ah, Mr. Tully, it's so good for you to accept our invitation. Here's your identification badge and convention goodie bag. Please go inside. Dr. Lutis is expecting you. Lewis walks inside, closes the door. And you guys know that you need to be at the convention pretty soon. I'm going to ask the important question. What's in the goodie bag? <laughs> good job. Thank you. <laughs> The QuazCon logo decorates the plastic bag. Inside, the Ghostbusters find a QuazCon cap, a convention guide, a copy of the Wrath tourist brochure, a coupon for one free class at the Connecticut School of Vampire Hunting, a flyer that advertises the Wrath Ski Lodge and Chowder Shack, coupon to bowl free for each load of laundry at the Wrath Washing Bowl, a set of Ghostbuster wet and stick tattoos, a sample bottle of the New England vinegar cooler, an ETI pen and pencil set, and a box of chocolates from Claymore's Cards and Gifts. Did you get all that? Some of it. I got a hat, a guide to the convention, a copy of a book. I got the vampire hunter thing because I was like, "Ooh, how about if we go now?" <laughs> one one free class to the vampire hunting at school. Eti bullshit. Eti pen and pencil set. 
and then chocolates, which would immediately be eaten. I wouldn't eat those chocolates, not with the weird shit going on to the people here. You, you well, have to you have courage, and, and I have courage of, when it comes to chocolate. <laughs> the, the new New England's vinegar cooler. They're, they're mm-hmm. messing with Bartles and James here, so they do that a lot. <laughs> Thank uh, you for your if, support. If, if, it's a, if it's a malt vinegar, I could definitely use it on fish and chips. No, I think this is straight up drinking. They might have a malt vinegar wine cooler. Um, I think yeah. they did. Yeah. On... <laughs> it doesn't sound like something have... I'd want to try. <laughs> I'm an android. It doesn't taste. Of... <laughs> I, I wouldn't know what it tastes like anyway. <laughs> Um, could you repeat the list of stuff just uh, one more time? <laughs> sure. All right. You find a convention guide, a copy of the RAF tourist brochure, a coupon for one free class at the Connecticut School of Vampire Hunting, a flyer that advertises the RAF ski lodge and chowder shack, Coupons to bowl free with each load of laundry at the Wrath Watch Wash and Bowl, a set of Ghostbusters wet and stick tattoos, a sample bottle of New England vinegar cooler, an ETI pen and pencil set, and a box of chocolates from Claim Cards Gifts. Looking at this stuff with the goggles on, does anything look funky? It's they give these to everybody. There's nothing funky about them. What does the tourist brochure Like Any unusual places? Let's see if there's anything unusual about any of this. The entire thing is unusual. It's a crappy gift bag. It's so normal. what I really need to do is I need to make PDFs of this and send it out to you guys because this is all the stuff that's in that pamphlet. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm just going to bypass the table and go into the convention center and take a seat. <laughs> As you do that, you get stopped by the lady at the desk. Excuse me, but no one may enter the convention center before being properly registered. I registered yesterday. That's funny, because registration opened today. And your name is? Bob. 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 You know, Bob. Bob, what's your sign, Bob? What is your favorite activity? Sagittarius. What, what is your favorite color of pants? Are you wearing underwear today? What is the color of the sky in your world? Green. Polka dot. Your, your sign is polka dot? Yeah. Or and your your job boxes or briefs. And who can I put down for next of kin? Fred. I'd be agent F U. <laughs> and she does this for everybody. Everybody that comes in. She asks really stupid, inappropriate questions to fill out this card that she has in front of her. And as soon um, as you guys are done answering, she lets you guys in. She gives you your badges, she gives you your lanyards. And she tells you where your table's at. 
My answer to all the questions is, I'm not an android. Stop asking me stupid questions. I'm not an android. Stop asking me stupid questions. I wish I could remember the, the questions from uh, Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not a bot. <laughs> I selected all the fire hydrants. Rows of exhibition booths and displays line the huge convention hall. A buffet lunch is being served on one side, and nearby are closed doors labeled auditorium. You see all sorts of amazing things in the booths. One display features a giant TV screen and computer console. Weird lights float across the misty screen. The man in the booth claims that these are actual scenes live from the ectosphere. All in another booth, a young woman is being tested for pyrokinetics, and the tester's clothing keeps bursting into flames. In still another booth, an old woman looks into a crystal ball and tells a few fortunes. I'm going straight to the crystal ball because as soon as I saw that, I lost interest in everything else because that never, never goes wrong ever going to a woman, shady looking woman with a, a crystal ball. Miss Cleo. <laughs> what do you want to know, man? So she's actually for what, what your preference would be. She's actually a really attractive younger lady. She's probably about 25. She okay. doesn't seem like she's given off that huge, like, stereotypical um, universal horror kind of wandering <laughs> gypsy. Yeah. Got but it's still crystal and, and a ball. It's glass. Do you guys don't, all don't go up to her, or do you? Do you guys? <laughs> what are you guys doing? You guys just separating, or? I thought I got drug off to the room. You did, and nobody I, helped you. Nope. I followed with my phone. She's probably still <laughs> stirring. <laughs> She's still stirring. You you probably by now have figured out your belt buckle. Okay. What about the other guys? I'm gonna so, walk around and see if I can find somebody who's like doing like weapon or has like some sort of armaments or weapons or something like that. Gotcha. So as you sit down at her table, she she waves her hand over the ball, right? And she's kinda like in this weird little trance. And she's she says like I see I see danger. We're all in danger. But you and your friends terrible things have come from far away to take something very precious from you. You do not know what these things are. But they know you. I see destruction. I see pain. I see enemies that must call you friend. And I see you and me in a hot tub sipping <coughs> sherry? And then you reach over to me and slap! She slaps you across the face as she wakes up from this like trance. She's like, "Man, how dare you!" She winks at you. I was thirsty. I wanted the other <laughs> sherry. And walks off. You <laughs> say, "Is Mick around here?" Because I mean, that sounds like the kind of reading that would come up if he were here. She got that from you. I don't know why. She did. I don't know because I, I I never get into trouble or danger or anything like that. 
I uh, walk up to F.U. and I say, Damn, everything's so PC, even your future gets you in trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> it was her past. I caught up with her. Uh, there was a lot of whining about danger, and then some more stuff about danger, and then some more stuff about danger. And then she was drinking sherry, and she wouldn't let me have any of hers, and she slapped me. It was very rude. Business as usual for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, you'd think that women would share with other women, right? Well, you would hope. <laughs> um, I'm assuming that Arn's around, Ancient Swall's around. I'm assuming that uh, since uh, uh, that um, since uh, Arn is here, Mick is going to show up somewhere along the uh, rows as well. <laughs> Most likely, yeah. Um, you do yes, see. I don't think Mick would have been able to make it past the the, the questions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like you guys have made plenty of progress, though. Mick. I think Mick was slowing down. <laughs> I, I think Mick was probably the first one in the auditorium. <laughs> I want to check out that giant. <clears throat> excuse me, that giant TV that says "Scenes Live from the Ectosphere." Okay. Well, you uh, you walk up. Sorry, Sorry, you walk up to this uh, younger guy who's sitting in front of that CRT TV that's got this gray mist going over it, right? And uh, he's wearing a weird pyramid-shaped headgear, and he's uh -oh. trying, he's trying to mummify. This is really stupid. Like some of these things in this book are so dumb. Um, so while you chat with the young man wearing a pyramid-shaped headgear and attempting to mummify a Twinkie, a tall, striking gentleman walks up to you. His name Take tag reads Twinkie. His name tag reads Sir Rory Draker, Vampire Hunter. He looks sort of like a vampire. Wait a minute. Is that right? Wait a minute. Yeah, He's this is himself. Oh, right. This is this. No, where is it? Where is that fucking part? <laughs> I know there's a part. Does he hunt vampires at night? Okay. So, Is he part of the Laszlo Society? So we're going we're gonna to skip that part right now. We're going to go back to that later. So you guys walk up to this table and you... Uh, <laughs> so there, there is... You walk up to the table and there's that TV and it's like the, the gray going around it. And you guys realize that this this isn't the ectosphere. This This... There is a way that you can make a TV to look into the ectosphere, but you, this guy might have got a, pretty close to doing it. But what he's doing is he's just kind of like making a loop, like a constant loop through his TV. You guys could help That's him actually snow. build it, or you guys could just walk away no. from him and be like, you're a total fraud. I'll snicker at him and just roll my eyes like you're an idiot. I'll knock the pyramid off Ted and then walk off. <laughs> I'm so, gonna take his Twinkie. So while you're while you're doing that, all right. We're a tall, so strike, We're tall so striking kind gentleman. And generous and helpful, just across the board. <laughs> a tall striking gentleman oh, walks up to you. His name tag reads Sir Rory Draker, Vampire Hunter. It looks sort of like a vamp he looks sort of like a vampire with his silver hair, tuxedo, jet black cape, and silver tipped walking stick. He bows slightly, introduces himself and says, 
Good evening. Do you have a moment to spare? Lucius Malfoy? Pretty much. I will kind of side-eye him like you're a weirdo. Like, yeah, what do you need? Okay, I'm, I'm going to drop the act right now and because I, I really need your help. Um, my school is actually doing really well, but I kind of want it to get a little bit better. And I was wondering if we could talk about maybe some kind of, like, promotional thing with you guys that we could, you know, you guys come in, you guys talk to my students every, like, once a year, maybe do, like, a graduation or something, you guys do a speech. I just something to help, you know, my school. And it's not just for me. It'll, it'll, I'll, I'll pay you guys handsomely for it because, you know, my school is not doing that bad. But I do need you guys' somebody's help to keep it going. Once a year oh. is kind of a big commitment. Oh, you kidding? <laughs> uh, you can just call me Asian FU motivational speaker because that's pretty much what I am is motivational. Life coach is motivate you to put a firearm in your in your mouth and pull the trigger. <laughs> I didn't say how I motivate people. I said I motivate. Well, any, let me let me give you my card, and. Mm -hmm. It's the Kinetic Kit School of Vampire Hunting, and we're the only one in the in the in the state, so easy to find. Just give me a call, and we'll set something up, okay? Sounds excellent. Sure, wait, buddy. wait, wait! Come back here. How many vampires have you actually taken care of? Mm -hmm. See, that's the thing, right? I don't have to do to teach. I just have to teach. You know what they say? Can't do it. Teach. No, 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 honey. Not you alone. Your school. How many? How many aliens have people caught? And they're going around teaching people about catching aliens. Mm. None. None. It doesn't matter how many. Of. How many we've caught means how many people I've prepared to actually handle this are you scamming people no absolutely okay. not i am yes. doing a service yes you are and even if you are i will still take the money and do the motivational speaking so you're fine all right uh give me a call back uh adieu ladies good evening and he walks <laughs> off and his his cape kind of floats behind him that was weird f you He's kind of cute. I got to put my a little bit. He said money, and, you know, I really need to fix up the Pinto. Yeah. <laughs> After Mick drove it, you sure do. <laughs> so, I kind of, you know, I do okay with cash, but when he said a lot of money, and I thought about my Pinto, my heart just kind of took over and said, I'm a motivational speaker now. Isn't that I'll what make sure I tell X, Agent is? X about that. You'll, you'll have to disclose that uh, as an OBA. Hey, be cool, dude. She's got off time. Thank you. She only has to sleep, like, or stay up for 48 hours, and then she can sleep for 48. Okay. <laughs> 48-hour day. What time does this uh, Tully thing start? Soon. Probably in about 20 minutes. Should we get in there and listen to this nutsack? So, 
I'm gonna. I'm just, there's like two more of these, right? No. There's two more. This sets up the whole thing. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, fine. Go ahead. Fine. No. 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 Been around for a. Go ahead. Like an armaments uh, weapons station. What? What were the other two that we hadn't uh, seen? I got distracted by the crystal ball. Uh, pyrotechnic okay. testing, and that's all I got. Well, well that kid. That kid apparently has really got some pyrokinetic abilities. As he's lighting up that uh, that instructor pretty bad. Like his his clothes are just like smoking, and he's putting them out. Right. So that uh, whoever, like whoever he's testing must have some real ability. As you guys are t- like kind of like moseying around, uh, another guy walks up and stands next to you. And who's got the most brains? Who's probably like read the most books in this team? I have four. Uh, Five? Uh, okay. Six. Six for brains, I think I am. Wait, I wrote it down. Nice. Yeah, six so for brains. Some of you guys, while a young oh teenager in a booth peels bananas using only the, the power flash. of his mind, a mousy little guy with glasses and a droopy mustache comes up beside you. You glance at his name tag and discover that he is Arthur Floss, the most famous horror novel author in the whole wide world. He turns, grabs your jumpsuit. Ooh. You're an android. You probably don't read. But um, he grabs, he grabs uh, Arky's jacket, right? And he leans in close. And he says, "You're a Ghostbuster, for God's no, sake! No shit! Help me! Help me! Help you do what? You Get got to lock like me up. He's making help. You you got to lock me up. Tonight's a full moon. You got to lock me up. Okay, buddy. Um. Uh." There, Wolf. <laughs> we don't have like handcuffs and shit. We have stuff for ghosts. I'm not into that kinky shit, man. I've got some silver. Is there a is there a uh, a freezer in the kitchen? Like a walk-in freezer? I think there'd have to be. Look at all this food point to the buffet. Yeah, where do they keep the ice at? There's so there's pro- there's got to be uh, like this is a huge like 16 story so 16 floors, so it's probably got a huge kitchen. Gotcha. Uh we can take Mr. What his face over to the walk-in freezer, find a one of the ones that's not used as much and lock him in for the night. Maybe turn down the temper, give him some blankets. You guys are so nice. You guys are so yeah. nice to people. <laughs> we don't even ask any questions. Okay, cool, nothing. dude. You're a werewolf. Nothing. Come on. <laughs> yeah. No, he's a werewolf. There is nothing that could absolutely go wrong with taking him anywhere. Uh, Mr. <laughs> Floss, if you're a werewolf, why did you not prepare for the full moon before you got here? I'm confused. Maybe you just got bit. Nothing? I did. I did. And I got out. You got what did you prepare? The room. I got out of the room. Broke the window. Why'd you get out of the room? I jumped out the room. I don't know what happened to me after that. I woke up in an alley with no clothes on. 
I had to sneak uh, back in here. We've all had one of those nights. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> so you guys do remember that you went into a room that had yeah. the window broke out with claw marks on the sill. Okay. Uh, this room was locked up from the outside, and there was chains on the on the in the room. Hey, I remember that room. Also, like a ghost janitor or some shit. Nothing came of that, did it? The ghost janitor, I think, you followed to the you followed the trail to the construction site. Okay. Well, I can run this dude up to his room as long as I'm not gonna miss Tully. Better hurry. Or. Mr. Flosh, you have until tonight. How about we just take a breather, catch this um, thing? Because that's going to end up well. True. We some... Because of ghosts, everything's fine. Dude's got hairy palms. He grabs. If you don't believe me, and I kill somebody. We're just like we're, money. We're all like humanitarians in real life, so here we are not. <laughs> We we're play the, the opposite we're, of what we're, we're, we're like in empty, empty selves. <laughs> uh, I don't remember chains being in there. Massive cobwebs inside. No one in here for years. Foot of bed. Captain's chest. That room? Okay, so there was no chains in there. Okay, so I'm just making stuff up to make the story better. It's fine. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Okay. So yeah, you guys... You guys so, went in. So does there's anyone want to throw in the kitchen fridge like I do? Like there's well, walk-in fridges. Let's. Well, I mean, we're gonna have to put an out of order sign on there or something, so no staff go in there and get mauled. That's fair. <laughs> why, don't we, why, why, why don't we put June Cleaver in there with him? <laughs> uh, do you want to go grab June Cleaver? She drug her up the stairs. She is strong as fuck, man, and, and she's really not doing anything other than being creepy right now, so I think she's okay. I don't know. I, I don't think someone's right in the head with her. I mean, the kid disappeared, which is a little concerning. However, we we got other, we got so much stuff going on. There's a lost and found. She'll turn up. Okay. <laughs> 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 you guys are continuously walking and. Uh, the the Ghostbusters International exhibit is cheap and gaudy. Looks pretty cheap. Like you guys did not spend any money on this thing, right? There's a three dimensional logo sitting on top of the booth. There's a videotape of the Gozer incident showing on a black and white TV. Like you guys have like this little cheap little thirteen inch TV sitting there. It's all black and white. And on a small stack of Information request forms, a box of GBI business cards, and Arkies or Arnie, uh, Mick is sitting at the table. Like, he beat you guys into this place and has been waiting for you guys. I'm going to stand up. I've got one of those air horns, you know, that make the huge, horrible noise. <laughs> Once I see them, I'm going to stand up and raise it high and just like... For about ten seconds until I get their attention. <laughs> you've been sitting there, and you've been like right across the aisle is the ETI, the Terminator booth, 
and their booth is super flashy. Uh, it's got a holographic display. Um, it's got them in the display, casually rounding up a ghost without any fuss or bother. Cards, buttons, pen sets in a box. And a sign saying, free, take one. And a guy is just sitting there um, getting ready for a lecture. Like, he's just sitting there going through his notes for What's his free? upcoming talk. A thing of pens is free? Yep. Okay, uh, I cards, go buttons, pens. I want to go up there and take all of them. <laughs> I, I'm gonna. I'm just hey. gonna say somebody has way too much money to spend on marketing. If you're blowing that much money on marketing, you, you probably haven't been blowing it on systems. All show and no go. And he's just sitting there, just writing, like going through his notes. He doesn't even notice, and he's like, "Thanks for coming by," right? Like he kind of just ignores. Because he knows that this thing hasn't really started yet, so it must be some their dealer just walking around. Oh, so if he's not even going to look at me and give me the time of day, I'd like to kick one of his table legs out and act like it was an accident. <laughs> <laughs> and he he's like, he gets up, he's kind of startled. He's like, Miss, are you okay? Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I what stopped happened? my big tongue. <laughs> I'm sorry, there must have been like a box or something that we had underneath the table that was didn't really no, fit. No, no. Must, must have been I'm, in your way. I'm really sorry. I, I was I'm too super busy sorry. looking at this really sweet booth across from yours, and I ran into your table. And he's kind of like awestruck by you, and he's he's like, he, he's like, you are gorgeous. I'm sorry. Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. I'm, I'm very sorry. Um, I, I'm, I'm, uh, my name's Arnie. Arnie, uh, <laughs> Arnie Nickelbaum. Nickelbaum? Well, Arnie Nickelbaum. <laughs> Nickelbaum. Can you give me all the information about your little uh, organization here? Oh, yeah. Nothing like a little bit of friendly competition, right? It makes the world go round, right? So, That's yeah. That's not what I'm talking I want to know everything. Just don't quit flirting and tell me all about this shit. Everything? Well, we started everything. about two years ago. We, it was just me and uh, a buddy of mine, and we just we we saw you guys. We saw uh, Peter and Ray and Egon and uh, Winston in the New York, and we got re we really wanted to help people around here. So we started a group around here, and we created our own. Okay, clip. I take back everything I said. Let me ask the questions. <laughs> How? Where do you get all your money from? Where does your funding come from? Well, we had a group of investors who they thought would be this would make a great uh, corporation. Or in, and we started from there. We started with two people and we worked our way up. We worked very hard. We worked every day for the last two years trying to build this thing. We created Can I see our your certificate of incorporation, please. No, no, we don't need Why would that. We carry that? Uh, who's your investor? Why would we want any of you to know that? I'll kind of make a stupid little flirty face and be like, I just, you know, you're so interesting. I want to know everything about you. Isn't that nice? We, there was just a large paranormal research society that decided they wanted to start their own ghost hunting business. And they came to us after we started and 
invested in our group. Do they happen to be based out of Council Bluffs, Iowa? <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. So, are you sure they're not UFO researchers? They said that they were just a large paranormal research group. Okay, um, Arnie, super sorry about your table. Normally I'd help you pick this up, but we have to get to the uh, conference hall. Well, it's really nice that you picked up all my stuff and put it in your pocket before you kicked my table over. <laughs> so thank you. Super smooth. I'll give him a little salute. You got it, you a little dude. Another little figure gun. And, uh, uh, pew, pew, goes pew. And he goes back and sits down. <laughs> when I turn around, I'll kind of make a gagging motion to my, my team. Did you get his number? Oh, she no. got all of them. She got all the cards with all the numbers on. That's and true. I did get those. When you turn back around, he's got a, a box behind him, and he's just putting out more stuff. Merchandising. I figured that would happen. It was still fun. So, uh, about this time, uh, Lewis finally makes his way around to the table, and he grabs his stuff and is like, I got... It's almost noon. I gotta go to the stage. I gotta do the opening. You guys... You guys should be there. You guys you guys actually need to be there. Because I'm not good at public speaking, and I need some friendly faces in the group. So I can get through this. Okay? Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah, you're covered. Did he say friendly? Friendly faces? <laughs> faces I know. Sorry, faces I know. I know you guys aren't friendly. I've never met you before. How do you know my face? I'm very friendly. Hmm. Okay, guys. He People like off. me. He heads, I'm the likable one of the group. He goes towards the, the doors that say auditorium. And uh, Arnie Nickelbaum goes with him, and everybody starts to walk out and into the auditorium. I'm going to do a moves roll to try to accidentally trip Arnie Nickelbaum, because I don't like his name. <laughs> well, let's see. 21. <laughs> 21, you get a good, good trip in. He just falls right on his face, and he's like, he gets up, kind of brushes himself off, and he, what is with this floor? My God. And totally uneven, back. dude. Totally he looks, uneven. He looks back, and he's like, watch your step. You step on a crack. You, you also step on a crack, so you better call your mom. Make sure she didn't break her back. Did Very you have crooked. a nice trip? <laughs> He just After, kind of ignores you guys and just kind of keeps walking. When Arnie's in the auditor auditorium, I'll kick his table over again and then go in. <laughs> we, we are friendly competitors. The whole everybody's friendly competitors. Open to others. It's a little malicious. <laughs> Friendly. <laughs> On the stage next to a podium is a long table where the speakers sit. Lewis nervously, nervously straightens papers while Idris sips from a tall glass and a number of other people you don't recognize do things you don't want to know about. 
Then Idris goes on to a podium and says, Ladies and gentlemen, allow me to introduce the world-renowned Dr. Pierre Lutes. A man with a goatee ambles over to the speaker and to the podium. And he gets... My God, they got Bob Dylan here? He just <laughs> walks <laughs> like Pepe Le Pew taking a shit. I don't know, Francais. The guy next to him, his name is Idris, and he's he's like, Dr. Lutis would like to welcome one and all to the quasi-unearthly Association of Clairvoyants, Kismetologists, and Spiritualists, Inc. Convention and Ski Party Weekend. Before we get to our opening address, I'd like to talk for a moment about my latest theory. I found that some fascinating things with ectoplasmic beings, they're around every day, but do we know what they really are? It is my contention that they're actually beings from another planet. Yes, ghosts are nothing more than intergalactic space travelers who have come to say hello. And the crowd just kind uh, he of must like, speak in, he, he must speak in shorthand. The crowd, yeah, the crowd goes, uh, and Dr. Lutis goes, uh-huh, uh-huh, okay? And uh, translation, uh, yes, we'll talk more about that at my lecture tonight. Right now, I think we should turn the floor over to our special keynote speaker. And Lewis stands up. He drops a stack of papers all over the floor. And we laugh. We oh, point. encore! Laugh. Encore! Le major Arnold Nickelbaum. And Arnold Nickelbaum of Act Terminators, Inc., and Lewis walks up, and he gets pushed out of the way by Arnie Nickelbaum, right? Because somehow, he's not the key speaker anymore. A hush falls over the crowd as another gentleman pushes past Lewis to the podium. Everyone leans forward to get a better look at the newest member of the Supernatural Investigators fraternity. Lewis whimpers and sits back down. So Arnie gets up on the, on the, on the counter. Or the podium. I'm trying to do the best Zabod Beeblebrocks I can. It's going to be impossible. Hey, I'm Arnie. You don't have to call me Arnold. It's so formal. I'm sure you're all wondering about Exterminators, Inc. But instead of explaining what we do in 500 words or less, we're arranging a special demonstration. Just for a taste of it. Our equipment and procedures are light years ahead of the competition. For example, our quasar molecular nozzle and containment system is breed apart. It promises to revolutionize the entire industry. No way. It slices, no. dices, mashes, thrashes, trashes, and makes julienne fries. Follow me now out of the demonstration site, and we'll receive this handy-dandy ETI pocket knife and digital watch. What would you expect to pay for all this? $100? $200? $3,000? Well, no! It's absolutely free! Oh, my God. I didn't realize it was going to be like a midnight cheesy... Infomercial. He walks outside, and a whole bunch of people follow him out the door to the outside. What happened to the whole presentation here? He took it over. We want Tully. We want Tully. We want Arnie Tully. sucks. Arnie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I should de-atomize him. <laughs> 
Maybe we could have that de-evolution ray and just accidentally trip in that shitty floor he keeps tripping on. He didn't seem oh, like that out there, right? though. Yeah. <laughs> out there, though, he seemed a lot more modest, and then he got up on stage and was a completely different person. He turned into the sham wow guy. Yeah. Sham wow. Slap the sham wow guy. <laughs> I'm gonna do this, but I can only do this for another 15 minutes. <laughs> If you act now, I can give you two of the shammies for the price of one. I will follow outside to see what all the hubbub is. If it's just goodies or if there's something weirder going on. Oh, yeah. I'll start, I'll, I'll start putting on a sock puppet play. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow puppets. So you guys walk outside. Um... There are two buses parked outside, waiting to be loaded up. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Yeah, um, people are like, whoa, field trip, guys, field trip. Whoa, whoa, hey, yeah. are there any free knives left? Yeah, you can get some free knives. I get slash a free knife tires. and I go slash all the buses' <laughs> tires. <laughs> I, need I, stick, I stick a banana up the tailpipe. <laughs> A banana up my tailpipe. <laughs> I'm gonna quietly board a bus over. and hope it's not one that's got a banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> you guys just play your own game. It's fine. Play your own. <laughs> Okay, so you slash, you slash its tires. <laughs> and he's like, luckily, we were prepared for such a contingency, and two more buses pull up, and they confiscate all the knives. <laughs> all the knives. I ask him, I say, why? How about you- all the bananas? Why are you relocating all of these people from the convention they came to? They're taking them to a prison camp. We can't do a demonstration here. We have to do it at a secure location. Oh, well, that's kind of lame. How much do you suck? It's down the street. <laughs> yeah. If you can't do it in a contained location, then you suck. All right, so I'm gonna pop my head out of one of the new buses, like out the window, and say, "Hey, I got you guys some seats on this one." Wait a minute. <laughs> when are when? Are, how how soon are these buses leaving? Now. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur Floss is still with us. Are we taking him? How far down the street is hey, it? This bus is filling to? up. It's maybe a quarter mile. All right, Arthur, come see this demonstration with us. I swear we'll lock you up eventually. If not, we'll, you know, take care of it. Maybe they have some place to lock them up at the place we're going. Maybe we can just set them loose and then they're in the... In- all of this when you guys run games, and I will freaking do the same thing to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. We wouldn't have, expect anything less. I, did. I don't I have did. time to lock him up. I already did this to Shannon, and I did it to Arnie. Or I did it to Arky. Um, should I uh, lock him in a fridge? The bus is time. leaving. Yeah. 
You guys have no time to worry about this guy. If you guys want to catch I get him. on the bus. All right. Uh, now, in the bus, I've only saved three empty seats. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, I, I don't know who your friend is, and I just didn't save one for Arky. <laughs> That's all right. I'll this sit on that girl's lap. <laughs> I will. I don't know. I'll tell Floss to get on the bus and come with us. Okay. Who's so this the... guy? He's special. He's a he werewolf. Is, he's a werewolf that's going to change tonight, and we haven't had a chance to deal with him. There's Can't been a lot going like... on. The buses pull away from the curb, <laughs> turn onto Chowder Boulevard, and park in front of the Loyal Order of Bunnies Got Lodge it. and Meeting Hall. The eerie Whoa. glow coming. The eerie glow coming from deep inside the building should be a clue enough that more than bunnies are hopping around the old lodge today. The block between Chowder and Vine Streets has been cordoned off by Wraith's or Wrath's one police car and two fire trucks. The Bunny's Lodge is a grand old building. A majestic statue of a bunny sits in the front, sits at the foot of the great concrete staircase leading into the hall. Parked directly in front of the entrance is a large silvery gray motorhome. Spotlights, antennas, cooling fins, and other high-tech equipment stick out of the vehicle. It looks, in fact, quite a bit like the stuff on top of the Ecto-1, except this equipment is shiny and new. The side of the van reads, Ecterminators Incorporated. Hey, uh, one of you guys better go kick that the bunny bunnies. statue over. Hey, I, I, I like the bunny. Leave the I'm bunnies alone. Hobo on if they did the to the bunnies. Is I'm telling you that bunny is going to fuck us in the ass. Is everybody lining up? To be shot? Yes. Yeah, they're all like going to the front of the building. Like they they have it cordoned off and people are just walking up to the ropes. Follow me. I'm going to just head straight up to the front of the line, whatever there is. Bullying my way through, <laughs> cutting the line. And you Doubles guys get out. to the front. And... That's how you get through. <laughs> and, uh, the sheriff. I stick my gigantic middle chest out. The sheriff walks up to um, Mick and is like, well, looks like you guys got some competition. <laughs> uh, it looks like you aren't uh, um, uh, donuts, man. Donuts. Donuts. <laughs> donuts. Actually, you know, donuts. we don't have to wrap all our stuff in tinfoil to try to look fancy. So, you know, that's the way that goes. I bet they don't have a freaking preteen demon. <laughs> I should take my proton out, my, my wand out, and shoot the car. <laughs> but I won't. <laughs> and, uh, the, the front door of the lodge opens, and Arnie Nickelbaum walks out, and Nickelbaum. he's like, Everybody, welcome. It's time to make the donuts! And he welcomes you guys inside the lodge. We're going. Make the make First the donuts. Uh, done anything to the bunnies. Uh, I want to bunnies. have my proton pack at the ready. Not like just at the ready. I don't trust those. I got my PKE meter. Is it I'm, picking anything up? I'm not PK. even equipped. I, I have my boots, my special boots, and I'm just wearing some cargo shorts and a Hawaiian shirt. PKE and I have a big awesome. jug of orange juice that's not filled with orange juice, it's filled with a clear liquid. Nice. 
The PKE is uh is oh, just and a lighter. Water. And a lighter. <laughs> well, I definitely have a lighter. <laughs> so it's going nuts. Yeah, it's going nuts. Like there is something big in this place. Um, in the hey guys, lobby. Go ahead. This isn't good. Oh shit! I left my shit in the car. My goggles are down. Street, you can run back and go get it. You're picking up uh, about a class nine, and this class nine is something that you guys have not come in contact with yet. This is this is close to the largest paranormal thing that you've ever. Been I really here. regret the cargo shirts and Hawaiian shirt comment. <laughs> this is this is larger than the thing in the museum. Mm-hmm. Uh oh, I think uh, uh, not at the museum. In the lobby, the crowd gathers around a person standing in front of a closed door. The individual wearing sharply creased silver coveralls and a helmet with built-in goggles and a face mask. Exotic equipment hangs from his harness and belt hooks, and on the back and on the person's back is a sleek white pack with blinking indicators. Connects to a vacuum nozzle made of chrome and clear plastic. The this 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 lodge is kind of ridiculous. It's it's just filled with like nothing but stuffed bunny rabbits and like bunny statues and like yeah, like the you, dining hall is called the rabbit the hole. In the front. You don't have to keep going. I'm already sold on this building. <laughs> I got I don't feel so good, guys. I was gonna say plastic and 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 and, and what I bet you it made made it's made in China or Taiwan. <laughs> and Arn walks up behind you guys and he kind of like goes in front and he puts his arm around this person and is like, ladies and gentlemen of all the supernatural investigation community, allow me to introduce one of the newest ecto warriors in our never ending battle against ghost kind, an ect terminator. Some horrible ecto entity has infested this grand old lodge. The being lurks behind these doors. You, friend ghostologist, shall now witness the power of the ect terminators. But wait, there's more. Oh God! And he he kind of like tells you guys. He puts his finger to his lips and is like telling you guys to be quiet because this is this is the show now, right? <clears throat> the main hall of the Big bunny show. lodge is huge. Folding chairs and tables are scattered about and large stuffed bunnies around. The chandelier hanging overhead jingles in a cold draft and the stage on the far right of the hall in the room's sole occupant. One of the purple ghosts you battled earlier, I think it was purple or green, I can't remember which color we said it was before. Um, You battled earlier in the scrawling ectoplasmic slogans like, Wraith stinks! Like he's like painting on the wall. Wrath stinks! And Wrath eats ecto slime on the wall. Silently, the ect terminator moves forward, his vacuum nozzle aimed and ready. Before you can react, the high tech warrior fires a beam of scarlet energy. The ghost doesn't have a chance. Let me go back. This is this. We're, we're going to change this to where I actually wanted this to be more intimidating. Because if it's just that stupid thing that you guys fought, it's no big deal. <laughs> The main hall of Bunny Lodge is huge. Folding chairs and tables are scattered about. The large stuffed bunnies around. Uh, The chandelier overhead jingles in a cold draft. On the stage to the far right is a huge demonic bunny rabbit. The bunny. It's 
It's like that. Just, that looks fluffy. Frank was here. Went to get in, beer. Covered in blood, <laughs> like it's all black. It's like just got weird, weird, fucked up ears, right? Um, he uh, the exterminator moves forward. His vacuum nozzle aimed at the end, ready. Before you can react, the high-tech warrior fires a beam of scarlet energy. The ghost doesn't have a chance. The beam hits it and quickly sucks the ghost into the king attack. The PKE meter reads all clear now, as the exterminator walks through the crowd and out towards the van. The crowd applauds. Well, I think we're fucked, guys. These guys are going to mob the floor with us. Did... People will keep to us because we're charming. Do and I have the... Um, didn't Loon install cameras on our goggles? Yep. Why don't we have our own Iron Man? I want to send Loon the video of this and ask him to try to find out what the hell this equipment is and what we're seeing. Okay. Yeah, he'll look into it. He might have to call somebody, but yeah. Get some more, more, uh, more opinions more the hypothesis is going for this. Um, and a closer look. And Arnie says, all for $59.95, not even $60. We'll take away all your ghosts in your house, in your building, in your graveyard, everything. We'll take away $59.95. Yeah. Yeah. Right. right. That sounds like a vanity project for a rich kid. Maybe the um, CB UFO people are just trying to throw us off, so we'll deal with this and stay out of Alaska. Huh? Huh? What are all those white orbs floating in the air? There's millions of them. Somebody sneezed into Kleenex, and now you got a picture of it. <laughs> Condensation. <laughs> Well, it depends. What color is it? Because green ones are family, and black ones are ghosts, and there's sometimes there's faces. If you zoom really far in and let it pixelate, you'll find a face in it. That can't sound completely accurate and not, like, made-up crap at all. That's... Can I Have you ever try... been to a ghost convention? That's exactly what they tell you. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No. No, um, no. First thing I... you do when you go into a dusty room is you you spray it with water to, like, before you take a picture to take the dust down. The guy that fought the demon, can I follow him out and try to take his helmet off? Like, try to be slick about it. Like, oh, oops, I tripped. <laughs> so he he just kind of ignores you and just walks into his van and just takes off. Did his... His, his helmet stayed on? Yep. There's something weird about those ETI guys. Yeah. Let's follow him. Wait, 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 wait. They Let's didn't steal notice, a bus and though, follow this guy. Where's he going? As I stashed Mr. Morris in, in, in there before we went in the building. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can call these dudes to, like, the hotel or somewhere and say we have a ghost that needs busted. Wait, so this guy's driving away? Yeah, but got, we don't have the vehicle. He got in the motorhome, Mr. The motorhome's leaving? Yep. Well, let's it's follow gone. it. 
You're on. God fire. damn it. So Lewis comes up and he's like really worried. He's like, you know, they're giving away two for one coupons. Two for one. That means two ghosts for less than 60 bucks. We charge like thousands of dollars. We're going out of business. Can you imagine? We They didn't even scrape up the wall. They didn't even make a dent on anything. They didn't turn over tables. They didn't knock over chandeliers. They didn't even burn Lewis, one bunny. Lewis, I know, no, we fired one shot. We're all going to get, we're all going to fire. We're all going to go out breathe, of business. Breathe. Breathe. I think there's something fishy going on here, Lewis. Pretty much this a light show. For as much as their equipment is so high tech, they can't charge that little, even with big ass investors. I mean, they're not making any money. I I think something's fishy here. They're not Netflix. We'll figure it out, Lewis. We always do. Something's rotten in Denmark. In about five minutes, after you send the video to Loon, he uh he gives you a call back. He's like, this is extremely interesting. While the rest of the world is quickly being depleted of PKE. Did I tell you that the world is getting depleted of PKE? Maybe I didn't, but I thought I did. Um, yeah, you missed that. Oh, sorry, guys. I told, I must have missed that. Uh, probably that whole, like, you guys taking off real fast. Uh, <laughs> it seems like the, the, ever, like the PKE energy around the world is depleting, but... In your small area that you're in, in Vermont, it's growing exponentially. Uh, I'll have to make some new computations. Uh, I'm going to call Ray in New York and see what we can do. Oh, getting back to these so-called exterminators, I'd be quite interested in examining one of their containment devices. <laughs> um, you wait, guys wait, know that... Much. I'm not a big copyright infringement guy, but I think they're ripping us off. Could you maybe get some equipment of theirs for me and we can uh, reverse engineer it, maybe try to figure out if it's actually what it looks like. Wasn't Mick already in their van? No, the author, uh, author uh, Mr. Morris. Yeah, but Mick put him in there, so he's he has a tendency to you know lift things a lot. Where'd you get Morris? His name is Floss. Oh, Floss. Sorry. No, I was in one of the buses. <laughs> Minty. Over yeah. Let's put Minty oh, in okay. there. <laughs> Minty's not coming back until we do our uh, Dungeons and Dragons erotic fan fiction story. <laughs> <laughs> Did we notice any equipment at the convention other than? The one dude he had on stage. That seems like that's it. Do all the cards I stole have an address? Yes, it does. We should go there. Let's go back and get our, our vehicle and, and head this way. What do you say, well, guys? Really, only one of us needs to go back and get the vehicle. <laughs> okay. it's, only, it's only a quarter of a block away. <laughs> that's true. I mean, or a quarter of a mile. It should probably be Bob. Yeah. It's a quarter mile. <laughs> Why me? Because if we let Arky do it, we're going to be sitting here for four days waiting for him to come back. I mean, something will happen. He's going to miss all those rolls. Yeah, I'm not allowed to drive either. And that's where we're going to end it tonight. Uh, thanks for, for listening and helping us out. And I want to thank our Patreon people for 
helping us survive for another year. Without you guys, we would probably be just friends hanging out. Yay! Nice to loot you! Woohoo! <laughs> You're on mute, Arn. Yes. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Patreon people. <laughs>